Hey, 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 listeners. This is your host, Chuck Tuck, with Behind the Story with Chuck Tuck. So, have you ever wanted to do a side hustle to make some money? Maybe you are doing something right now. Maybe you're a tutor, but you just don't know how to get more students. Or you want to learn how to engage with your students better so you'll get more students. In today's podcast, my guest, Joanne Kaminsky, is just the right person for that. She can help you with anything and everything that has to do with tutor and the side hustle. So sit back, listen to the podcast, and enjoy. Thanks. Hi, Joanne. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. I am having a fantastic day. Good. It has been so good. Are you about done with the holidays? Oh, yes. I, I The <laughs> holidays, like, left. Uh, as soon as my daughter actually went off to boot camp, the holidays left. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Serious military type of boot camp? Yes, yeah, serious military boot camp. My 19-year-old... Uh, graduated college and she decided to uh, to go on off into uh, the military as a national guard and she is right now in fort sill in oklahoma and is gonna then go after that she's gonna go on in and be a paramedic and so she will be by july a certified paramedic but then she's going to go back to college and finish out the rest of her schooling uh, with the help of the military helping to pay for it Wow. Well, hats off to your daughter and congratulations to her making that move. That is awesome. Yeah. So that's awesome. But you're awesome because you are a (laughs) former educator. Uh, You're Mm -hmm. a reading specialist. Now, you're in the education field for 10 years, right? About 10 years. And then you kind of left that. And now you've become an entrepreneur, but you're still in the education field. Um, Mm -hmm. And you are an author. So do you mind giving the listeners and the uh, viewers a little bit about your background and education and what you have been doing? Absolutely. So uh, in education, I started off as a classroom teacher, um, thought that that would be like the dream job. I love working with kids. They are my passion. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love kids and thought that this was going to be the perfect career for me. And then year one happened. You know, I got the certification, I got into the classroom, and it was a whole nother world that I was not expecting. Um, I was working right close to the school that I graduated from at Marquette University, went to uh, teach at a brand new charter school. Brand new to most people's minds should be, they don't have their stuff together yet. So... (laughs) (laughs) So we got these students and... um, I was like, we didn't have any background information on them uh, or anything. I had no experience with classroom management. I had no idea what I was doing. And I swore that half of my class was like special ed. I'm like, there's there's something wrong with like half of them, I swear. Um, they were getting in fights and they were arguing and they were, they were doing all these things that I had never seen before. One little boy would like take his head and hit it against, you know, a metal cabinet. I had some oh. kids throwing chairs and it, it was not the environment I grew up in. in in the education system, and uh, there was not a lot of support from the administration. It was pretty much, if you're having a problem in your classroom, 
you're the problem versus we can help you solve this and, and, and everything else. And wow. I ended up taking a class on anger management the next year and realized <clears throat> that I had a lot of anger. <laughs> oh. And I needed to manage my anger. And so when I learned how to manage my own anger, I actually became a better teacher. I learned lots of strategies in that anger management class for my kids that had anger. But then I was also able to control my own anger, which was allowed me to build better relationships with my students. I was kind of raised with that idea that if you, you know, as a teacher, you just respect your teacher. But in the environment that I was in, those kids need to know that you like them before they are willing to respect you. And building a relationship with them is key. It is number one. And so when I learned that through the anger management class, how to build correct and proper relationships with my students, uh, everything changed in my classroom. And I started going into other classrooms and, and teaching them like how these classroom management strategies. And, and then they said, well, we know you also like really like tutoring reading and teaching reading. Would you, would you mind um, uh, being somebody who presents the, the reading program to other new teachers? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I love, I love doing that. So I was a presenter for our reading program across the country. And then the next year after that, they're like, you know, you're so good at this. We want you to train the trainers. So not only was I teaching in the classroom, training the, training the, the other teachers across the, the country in this curriculum, but then I became pregnant and everything changed. And uh. I was like, am I going to be able to keep this up and be a mom? You know, it's not about being the best mom the worst mom. It's just about being a mom. And I was like, I don't think I can. And so I was going to leave the school system right there at three years. And the principal came up to me and she said, you know, we have this reading curriculum coordinator position open and we think that you would be perfect for it. And I said, yes, immediately. <laughs> because it would mean no more correcting homework, no more having to really handle that classroom management and, and all those different kinds of battles. But I could focus on the thing that I cared about most, which was reading and really educate the entire school on how to teach reading better and, and coach the different teachers and that kind of stuff. And I stayed in that position for five years. Um, our principal left. We got a new principal. It was not a good situation. And so I left, went off to a new school thinking that things were going to get better. Guess what? Nope. They were worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized that the problem was that I wasn't happy in my job and I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. Mm. And I'm like, I don't, and I got sick. I ended up getting a pain in my side. I was in and out of the hospital uh, for three months. Then I took a three month leave of absence and came back, finished off the school year. I remember sitting down at the chair of my desk. And all of a sudden, I just had this, this like, memo from God come into my head, and it was, you're not meant to be here. And I was heartbroken. My entire life, I had spent becoming a teacher. I, I have, was reading an hour a day on reading strategies to be able to help kids. And now I, I come to this realization that I'm not meant to be here, and I was heartbroken, and I had no idea what I was going to do. So wow. I took a year off and I tried five other businesses that I failed at. And, um, and then a year later, I launched into my own online reading tutoring business. Wow. Uh, so how long after um, did you end up writing the book? Because you, you have a book called How to Start an Online Tutoring Business. And wow, I'm, I'm pretty darn impressed. I mean, four to five figure income per month type of situation. Yeah. 
So yeah. how long be it before you started putting this uh, manual, this book together for people? So uh, my my first version of it was actually back in 2012, and it was oh. called Job Security for Life and Teaching. Oh. <laughs> so it kind of shows you where my mindset was because I had just left the teaching world. Um, and and so it was all about, like, the beginning of the book was all about, like, my, my terrible experience I had in the teaching world, why I left, and, and you know, and as I – as I started helping more tutors, um, I started realizing more of what type of content would be actually useful for them and that I could actually leave more of my story out of it, just give them more snippets of it and, and give them real bite-sized pieces that they could utilize in their business so they could actually make an income. A lot of people don't think that you can you can make a full-time job out of, out of tutoring, but you absolutely can. I mean, I've hit over 10 figures in a month um, several times. Um, and while helping other tutors at the same time. Now, that was that was a lot <laughs> because you're working one-on-one -on -one with your students, right? And then and then also helping tutors and in, in the community and all of that kind of stuff. But um, it, it's there's so many opportunities that are available for us with with this with this kind of career. Well, you know, going with the tutoring and you, your specialty, which is reading. Now, I look at the different your your three R's: reading, writing, arithmetic. Uh, even though mm -hmm. it's not arithmetic, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I look at reading as something that is, if I was to put it in order, for me, it's on top. Because if you can't read, yeah. you really, I look at it as if you can't read, you don't know what the, the symbols or the words or the letters look like. So you almost can't even do, um, you almost can't even do math probably if you can't read or read or see, right. visualize what is on that sign. You can't go grocery shopping. You could look at foods and things, but you won't know you know, what it says about that. You can't read a right. newspaper. And reading to me is so important for education, especially yeah. self-educating too. You read and you learn. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, gee, I kind of just answered what I was going to ask you is how important <laughs> is reading? So in your words, how well, important it's... is reading, Joanne? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I can actually speak to this as a struggling reader because oh. I was that struggling reader. I didn't, I was, when I was five years old, I looked at my mom and I said, can you teach me how to read? It was on Thanksgiving Day. She was a little busy that day. Um, and she said, no, I cannot. And I was like, okay. I was kind of bummed. So I would go over to my cousin. I'm like, can you teach me how to read? I'm five, right? I, I'm in kindergarten and I want to know how to read. And she goes, no, but next year you're going to learn that in school. And I was like, oh, okay, but I want to learn now. And there was really nobody there that could teach me now. Gosh, I wish there was because I really wanted to learn how to read and didn't know I was going to struggle. So that extra time could have been useful. But the next year, I'm in the lowest reading group, right? Um, my parents didn't read to me every single night like other you know, parents do. We didn't have a lot of books in the home. I, I don't know if that's a piece of it or not a piece of it. But I do know that I was always in the lowest group. And you know you're in the lowest group because you see what the other kids are reading. You know, they're reading chapter books. They're reading all this other stuff. And you're like, wow, the books I'm reading are so much simpler than what they're reading. And then you start internalizing that inside and you begin to feel like you're not as smart as, you know, all of the other kids. And, and that's what I grew up with, thinking like everybody's smarter than me and I'm not very smart. So knowing how to read actually is like that first step of self-worth in a way because when you can read, you're not doubting your intelligence, when you struggle with reading, you're constantly doubting your intelligence. That is, I, I never thought about it like that. And that is so enlightening, insightful. You're right. Uh, it, 
you you doubt yourself and then if if mm-hmm. it's show if you're feeling doubt others are looking at you and thinking he's that person's not very smart so right and and kids they are not nice they tell you that right to your face. And so, you know, sixth grade came along and we had to take this state test. And we really didn't do state tests as much as we, we do now. But this was the first time that anybody was able to see on paper that I was struggling. Because I was one of those kids that I raised my hand. I participated. I asked questions. I was a great student. But I didn't feel very smart because I struggled with reading and I did things to hide it. And, and that's what my students do as well. They do, they do similar things. So they can't, they can't hide anything from me because I've already done it all myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember the teacher like sitting down with my mom. Actually, I remember the conversation my mom had with me after the the parent teacher conference that she had with her. And, and she said, uh, your daughter's struggling with reading. Uh, she's not gonna be able to take Spanish next year. She's going to have to take a, a reading comprehension class. And here's my suggestion. You need to sit down and read with her. And this was the very first time ever that my mom had sat down and read with me. I never remember her reading to me. Maybe uh, she did a couple books when I was real little and I don't remember. That's possible. But I remember this really being an, an enlightening moment for me because here I am. I'm sitting down and I'm reading with my mom. And I struggled with comprehension in a very big way. So here she is. She's sitting. She's reading a page. I'm reading a page. Just that break of her reading the page and me focusing just on the words and what they meant allowed me for the very first time to make mind movies in my head to actually understand what I was reading. And it was like that epiphany moment. Things started to come together. Um, my parents actually bought me some courses. One course was Where There's a Will, There's an A when I became went into high school. Uh, it was an infomercial, and I was like, oh, I want that. I want to be an A student. <laughs> and so she bought that for me, and I, I did it. I did the entire self-curriculum by myself, no no teacher telling me you have to do this it was like no I really want to be better and I learned reading strategies through that program and study techniques that allowed me to become that A student and when I graduated I graduated 10th in my class and then I got accepted into Marquette University and uh, they gave me a scholarship they um I ended up graduating from there, um, cum laude, and uh, went off to, to get my master's. And I ended up graduating with my master's for as a reading specialist with a 4.0. I was able to blast through all of those old perceptions that I had about not being smart enough and, um, and really blow them out of the water because I had this fascination about getting better at reading. Wow. A couple of things. One thing that you kind of um, touched on or alluded to uh, – Pictures and words. So, do is that something that you use? Is uh, word association with images? Is that a, a technique or strategy to learn maybe spelling and things like that? Or uh... you know, very interesting. So it's it, it it's um, in the very beginning stages. You do want a couple more images. That's why you see tons of pictures in um, kids' books. Mm-hmm. Is because. Um, the pictures are also carrying the meaning of the text. And so highly, like in the beginning, you want to have lots and lots of images to help make that mind movie. But again, because my parents didn't read to me a lot, I didn't have access to that. The only access I had to that was anything I experienced in school. And so they were very hands-off when it came to, I think, education. 
which you can only imagine what that made me do when my kids came along is I had to do the complete opposite of whatever they did (laughs) (laughs) because that's what we do as humans. We're like, I don't like how they did that, so I'm going to do it differently. (laughs) Uh, So I was completely hands-on with them, and I was probably over and above the top. I made my kids, like, read with me an hour a day ever since they were born. Even if they were, like, crawling around and doing something else, they were there with me reading an hour a day. (laughs) Gosh. Um, so in, in your book that you you published, uh, is this geared towards younger or is it uh, all age groups or is it adults, teenagers? You know, who is this really going to benefit? You know, the, the I think the person that this benefits the most is, is anyone from the, the side hustle to career. Uh, it, it can be a part-time job even for high school kids. Uh, we have oh. a member inside of our community. It's the dad who's actually really um, is on our group, and it's because his son is running a tutoring business at a high school. Uh, yeah, his own business, his own legit business. He has other tutors, classmates underneath him and he pays them while they also do tutoring so he's got like this whole entire like organization going on so it really is for for um anybody who you know just has a passion for tutoring Uh, there's teachers that they decide they want to leave the classroom this pandemic has has really done a number on a lot of them and they they need to step out of the classroom for a little while whether it's permanent or just temporary this is an opportunity for them we've got teachers that are retiring and you know, unfortunately, those teachers that are retiring, if they go to start, like, you know, part-time helping kids in, in the school system, they get paid, like, $15, $20 an hour. Mm. Do you know how much experience those retired teachers have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're being underpaid. And, you know, there's – so those people are, are going on into online tutoring because – you know, this theory that they're not tech savvy and all of that. I have found a lot of them. They're very tech savvy. You know, people undervalue them, don't give them enough credit, and they are absolutely capable. And they love this because they can do this from home. Even if they've got different ailments or pains or different things going on, they can just sit at their computer and still be able to do what they love to do. Wow. Which is help kids. So really anybody out there who has a desire to help kids or people can start this as a side hustle or a part-time job or a possibly a full-time job and you don't even have to have a master's or college degree yet you you you, as long as you have a love for it and you understand please don't use please don't use the yet on there i'm like (laughs) praying to god there is no yet because i have to tell you to be honest i was very disappointed in the education that i got when i went off to university Mm -hmm. and then what I needed to know in order to be successful in the classroom. There was a complete divide. Wow. So I feel like that that higher level university education and getting those kinds of degrees, I really hope that those kinds of things won't ever be necessary for the tutoring world because there are people who are great teachers who don't have those kinds of credentials and there are people that have the credentials and they stink. I've watched them personally. Remember I told you I was coaching in the, in the school mm-hmm. system? I have seen them and they're not very good yet. They went through the education, but they're not very good teachers. So I, I really don't want there to be like some kind of cat that says, Oh, you ha- these people need to be certified and all this. Kind of- I mean, do we have to be certified to be a parent? 
Wait, you no. sh- they sh- parents should be? No, you didn't have all right, to. All right, all right, they should be. They didn't have to. Okay, now let's move on to the next level. Your kid comes home with homework, and the kid says, Mom, can you help me with my homework? And you say, sure, and you go over and help them. Should you be certified to do that? No. Right. And it's the same thing with tutoring, right? And so we we, we shouldn't limit, and, and I'm really glad that there isn't any of those limits. I'm sure at some point in time somebody is going to complain down the line, and it's going to become a, a law. But right now, absolutely anybody who has a desire to become a tutor can become a tutor and start running their own online tutoring business. I mean, that's fantastic. It's, as you said, it's, it's Tutoring could be just more than just reading. It does not have to be yep. reading. You could tutor in right. any subject out there. So your book really is going to help anybody and everybody who wants to be a an entrepreneur, a business yep. person, and earn yes. a side income. So that's what this book yes. is all about. You're using reading because you that's your that's your specialty. Right. I and, and that was part of my also my identity. You know, and I and I felt an actual identity split happen in that year when I left the school system and I, I um, was not teaching. I remember I was like doing some other business and I was putting up ads in like I went to like a bus stop to put up ads for the business <laughs> I was working at. And I remember like walking down the street and I'm I'm walking by the university that I got my degree from and I thought, oh my gosh, what a waste. And I remember just feeling this like separation, like I'm not a teacher anymore. And it broke my heart. And so that's when I realized, wait, the next day I woke up and I was like, there's a way to do this online. Cause I didn't want to leave home. I had little ones. So yeah. I was also a stay at home mom. Right. And so I was like, I really want to be able to do this and be present for my own kids and be able to make an income and not have to go back into the classroom. And Lo and behold, um, I took the five businesses that I personally failed at, with a, which I do share inside of the book, my five, my five failed businesses, and I took those failures that I had and the lessons that I learned, and I applied it to starting my own online tutoring business. Okay. Uh, so where can people get your book? Amazon. The good old Amazon.com. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so if they go to Amazon, they could search either your name, Joanne Kaminsky, mm-hmm. right? Or they could do the yes. how to start an online tutoring business. Uh, do, yep. Should they put in making four to five figures a month, the whole if thing? You or? Put how to start, if you start, if you put how to start an online tutoring business and you see purple, you that's my book. You got it. And I like that. I like the purple and the purple and yellow or, yeah, it's purple and yellow, right? Yes. It's, yep. And like you're saying, right now, there's no better time than now to start something like this, right? Uh, mm-hmm. there, we're in the midst of that pandemic. Uh, teachers are, well, I'll say parents are feeling insecure, unsecure, and I imagine students are too, and they just don't know what's going on. Uh, and, and we all need to be educated, and I hear kids are having these, they're getting really depressed not being at school. And you used to hear kids saying, I don't want to go to school. I don't want, now they're saying, I want to go to school. And part of that is yeah. the learning. They Learning is something yes. that kids are used to. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and to be fair, the teachers, you know, did the best that they could, but nobody could have predicted 
what happened to us in March of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody could have predicted that. And and so when you you can't predict something that's going to happen, you can't have a solution for it. And so every solution was like a last minute, like, okay, how do we do this now? How do we do this online school thing, right? They, they didn't have, like I had already had how many years of education of teaching online since 2010, you know, by 2020 that – None of that was like a stir to my soul or the way that I taught. It was just what I did. So I actually had more people reaching on out to me because of that because they knew I already knew what I was doing. And they're like, my child was diagnosed and now he's not getting any help and I don't know what to do. And I was like, I got you. I got you. And, And so I was able to help kids during the pandemic. But then now I've got the pandemic slide kids. So the kids that they didn't receive the type of education they didn't they didn't gel with being able to sit you know in front of a screen while the teacher is trying to do all of this stuff you know she's got maybe some kids in her classroom some kids on a screen you know and here she is trying to like teach the best that she possibly can right but it wasn't the best system that was in place to allow her to get the best results and so you know kids suffered in, in, in lots of areas because of that. Even though teachers were trying the best that they could and in, in, in everything, it's not that Zoom didn't work. It's just Zoom is a tough platform for 20, 30 students. Mm-hmm. One-on-one, it's fabulous. Right. <laughs> one-on-one, I can get whatever done that I need to get done with my students. So I was already glad I was a tutor because I was like, yes, I get to do like what I shine in. I help you be able to learn to read. You're going to do lots of reading with me. But when you got a whole group of kids... All of a sudden, small group reading centers and all those things, they just become really hard for kids. So there were a lot of kids, especially those kindergartners, when they did go back to school, their teachers had on a mask. Okay, so you can't see the lips and the sounds that and and how the, the teachers forming the letters to make those sounds. So our kindergartners really struggled a lot with it, plus they're antsy on top of it, right? So they mm-hmm. got all that extra energy. So they really suffered um, a lot of it. So I had a lot of people at the beginning of this year, first graders and second graders, reaching on out to me for, for help because of that situation. Yeah, a couple things. I could tell you are very passionate about education and you're very passionate about what you're doing as far as the business goes. And you're yeah. absolutely right about the mask, do this, and you don't even know, especially young student, a young yeah. kid, child, because you, you watch these Sesame Streets and things, and they say, cat, cat, and, and you're watching the lips right. form the words. To, yes. And if you don't see that behind yes. the mask, it's like, uh, how's my mouth supposed to go? But. Right, right. <laughs> you're just listening. You're trying the best that you can, but so many kids, they will take that TH sound, they'll turn it, you know, into an F sound. Mm. But you can't see that when they are doing that with their mask on, right? So yeah. you might be hearing a different sound. You're like, okay, that's not it, but I can't I can't take down my mask so you can see what my lips are doing because that's against the school rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Just crazy, crazy stuff. So I want to take a, a little bit of a sidestep from – the education part and the tutoring as far as um, reading and focus a little bit more on the business side because your book is also, or is it really about how to, as it says, how to start, take out the middle part, a business, an online business. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 
So, it is all about an online business. A lot of the stuff that I have inside of here could be actually applied to any business. I had somebody that I connected with at the uh, National Publicity Summit who she she didn't she wasn't even a tutor, and I sent her my book for a friend of hers, and and she said oh my gosh, I'm reading your book because I feel like I could learn so much more about running my online business uh, because of that. And, uh, and I, I've, I've been telling everybody lately, you know, I'm passionate about teaching kids reading, but my mission is to help tutors and other people start their businesses. The more tutors there are, that are out there, the more people that are going to learn. Mm-hmm. They're going to get the help that they need and be supported. And you know what? Sometimes we need a little extra support. Sometimes I need a little extra support, mm-hmm. and I get to hire somebody. You know, as an adult, I get to call them a coach versus a tutor, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, th- you're right. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. so, I mean, again, I'm going to say it. So if people are listening and watching, don't don't just take this as a book on how to tutor in reading. If you're looking for a a good book on how to start an online business. This is also going to help you. And as Joanne was saying, mm-hmm. good old Amazon. You go right there. You could find the book and you could get it in what, digital form. You could get it in uh, yep. like a paperback so you can tactile yep. so you could feel it. Uh, is there yep, an audio like form too? or Not yet, but it, but it's coming. You'll have a great voice for it. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, that's definitely it's ne- it's on the to do list next. <laughs> awesome. A- a- any plans to do something that's more geared towards uh, an on online business with the- and take out the tutoring part? Because again, it seems like you're so passionate about the education part, but you're just as passionate about yeah having a business and helping people. Yes. You know, I, I, I have gone back and forth, and my husband always has told me this from the beginning. I needed to do that, and I just thought, you know, there's this theory out there. Do you want to be a little fish in a big pond or a big fish in a little pond? And I chose very early on to be a big fish in a little pond so that I could begin getting the word out there. And I may I may at some point uh, begin to uh, – send a broader message out to people. There are lots of business coaches out there. You know, you got the Tony Robbins out there and you've got like all these people that, you know, it's a really big, it's, it's a big pond and I would be a tiny fish. So this is giving me the opportunity to really just start being that big fish in a little pond and expand as time goes on. Perfect answer. (laughs) Perfect direction. (laughs) Now you also have, a YouTube channel, right, where people could go to yes. and watch and hear some of the strategies yep. that you have. So how would yes. they get to your YouTube channel? Yep. You just go to YouTube.com slash Joanne Kaminsky, J-O-A-N-N-E-K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I. And uh, again, there you're going to get to hear success stories of other tutors who have been in the business as well that you're going to hear stories of tutors that are making four and five figure biz, uh, businesses. So when I first told people that I was, I was going to uh, create the book, but I'm, I'm going to uh, retitle it and I'm going to change some of it. Uh, I said, I'm going to I'm going to put in there making four to five figures a month. I had some people saying, oh, I'm not sure people are going to believe that, Joanne. And I said, yeah, but except every tutor that I work with is so. 
well, then I need to start sharing more of their 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 um, what they're doing so that people know like they really are making four or five figures a month. Like I'm not making this stuff up. Um, you know, I have some they're making like. And we're going to break it down to like the 1K club, the 2K club, the 3K club, the 4K club, because there is a difference between somebody earning $1,000 and another person earning $8,000, you know, or 9000 almost at that 10000 five-figure, um, you know, mark. But I, I think it's so cool that, you know, once people start making the four figures, they, they jump on into like $1,000. That is when you begin realizing the real true money that is in this industry. Yeah. It is over a fifty billion dollar industry so you're in the right place if you really want to um, be able to make some decent money and I definitely say do not work with some of those other tutoring companies that are out there because they will only pay you 15 or 20 dollars an hour and you won't get paid what you're worth I was just gonna mention that I know that there are definitely some um, tutoring companies businesses that hire people and you're right I yeah. mm -hmm. did have an experience with one friend who uh, who did that and said I could do this on my own and make right. more money. But but they yeah. didn't. But they, they found that they were not make it was not worth their effort, I guess. I, I that may not be the right word, but they they didn't no, do it for no, long. What, because what you soon realize is what you soon realize is what those those larger companies can do that you can't do is they can market your services. So when you can now unlock that key that's where you unlock the riches. So when I learn how I can market my my online business or my online tutoring business, now I can do what I love to do. I can learn some new skills, which will be useful no matter what. Like I could choose like tomorrow, I don't want to do online tutoring. I want to do some other thing. I absolutely can. Nobody can take the skills that I've learned about running an online business away from me. They are there forever, and I think that's so cool. So does your book go into some of those uh Secret tips and strategies? You bet they do. Awesome. Yeah. Great. People, buy it. Go to it. Watch <laughs> the videos. I, I think this has been fantastic. I mean, I, I've, I've really learned some stuff from you. I want to know some more tips and secrets, but I, I think I'm going to have to get that book so I can really study up <laughs> on how to have and start and have a better online business. And I'll definitely yes. use it for not just not tutoring, but helping me out with an online business. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny, you know, there's we we don't have to just think about online strategies when we have an online business. We could still utilize some of those old offline strategies that still work to be able to build our business. So when you start melding the online and the offline strategies, you can really create a very successful business. Um, the biggest thing is everyone always says to me, Joanne, all right, so if you were to tell me one thing that I could do so that I, I can get students for my business, what would that be? And I always say, get rid of the idea that there's one thing because there isn't. You're going to try a lot of things. And then what you're going to find is some of the things you're better at than other things, and you're getting more students because of that thing. And then you are now have the ability to track that and see which things are actually working for your business and what your talents are and where you shine. And that is what you're going to begin to keep doing so that you keep getting students. And then those other things that didn't work so good, they just kind of fizzle away into the past. I'd say that's a perfect way to close this out is 
that there's no wrong way. You'll find the right way. You are. You will find the right way, but you got to try many ways. Every single day, I tell, pe- I tell people try five actions a day, five income-producing actions a day. And you have to think about, does this lead me to that next client? If this action does not lead me to getting that next client, it is not an action that you should be taking. You are definitely more than just an educator, a, te- <laughs> a, a teacher, a business strategist. There you are. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, Joanne, is there anything else that you really want to add to this? I, I think I think it's been, like I said, fantastic. So it's motivated uh, me. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, just know that, you know, if you're starting an online business, they're go- you're never going to start at a point where you're going to have success right out of the gate if you've never done it before. Those those people that say, oh, yeah, there's tons of money in this and, and, and you'd be great at that. Just know that they everybody has to go through their journey, right? And some people go through their journey faster. Some people go through the journey slower. Never judge yourself and the results that you're getting based off of somebody else's journey and results they got. You are at the place where you are meant to be, and success is inevitable if you keep taking action. The end. (laughs) 